He's a former first-class cricketer and a qualified pilot, but he's also the grandson of a South African business icon, as well as being the man tasked with leading the country's hockey team to next year's Olympics. That's after winning nearly 150 caps for South Africa. Oh, and get this, he's engaged to the captain of the Dutch women's hockey team. That is the, the situation here, and fortunately not too much hockey has spoken um, outside of the, the hockey pitch. Uh, we do have the occasional hockey chat, but it's very limited, and yeah, no, it's a, I think it's a unique situation, but yeah, we, we seem to be enjoying the, the company at the moment. I mean, jokes aside, it, it, that must be quite difficult to keep hockey out of conversation considering that you're both hockey pros. It is, but it also, yeah, we, we know where the line is and we, we try to keep a fairly solid balance between hockey, which is, yeah, it's 24-7 for us, and then we, we come home and relax and we switch off and, and we talk about different things. But, yeah, it's occasionally we'll, one of us will be watching video from a game from the weekend before and we'll ask for an opinion or we'll just put it to one side, but... Yeah, it's it's interesting dynamics, but it's yeah we're dealing with it quite well at the moment. Now, yeah, your fiance Eva, Eva de Gude, she's a she's a two-time World Player of the Year. Um, where did you guys meet on, on the hockey circuit? She claims that we met at a, at a, a tournament, which um, the World Cup in in Den Haag. I thought it was a bit earlier, but yeah, she cleared the side, and I, knew I was punching <laughs> above my weight then. So no, it was. It was uh, through a friend, and um, yeah, we. She's been back and forth to South Africa since then, and unfortunately, I decided to put up my big boy pants and, and commit to this relationship. And yeah, I haven't regretted it one one bit at all. And have you guys set a date? We haven't. Uh, it's yeah, it's just been very unpredictable. We we're looking at a legal wedding here in Holland next year, and then hopefully a good scorp in South Africa in two years' time. But yeah, it's just so unpredictable, and with. With her family based here, mine in South Africa, someone has to travel. So we're just going to balance it out and see when I'm not broke and hopefully we can crack on with a good wedding. And where is home back in South Africa, Tim? Uh, I live in Durban. So the folks are, I've been based there for, yeah, a good 15 years. Uh, my my siblings are in Cape Town and that's the, that's the big rivalry between the number one province of Durban and then, and then Cape Town. But I think everyone seems to be migrating back to the Cape. Uh, let's talk about that KZM background because you were schooled there at Hilton and, and obviously you played hockey at school, but also um, you played cricket to, to, to quite a senior level. I mean, uh, I see you, you shared an Atel Academy with David Miller and went as far as to play first-class cricket for KZN Inland. When, when, did you, when did you know you had to call that quits and focus on your hockey? Yeah, I really enjoyed my cricket. And funny enough, um, in July this year, I had two games for a local club side. Yeah, so that was great fun because I hadn't picked up the bat for a good 10 years. Um, and I think it was a point when hockey was it was becoming quite demanding. And for me to play at a high level uh, or to maintain a high level of hockey, I had to travel and, and play in certain clubs around the world. So, yeah, it was, it was at that point when I was just playing... Uh, three months in Europe and then coming back to South Africa for one month and then going back for a tournament that I had to make a decision that yeah, cricket just wasn't working out at that point. And yeah, fortunately did the hockey route and yeah, very grateful that I've, I've gone this way. A tough call though, Tim, because I mean, certainly in South Africa, commercially and financially, you know, cricket would be a, arguably a more attractive proposition. But uh, was hockey just your first love and, and one that you saw a greater career in? No, funny enough, I've always yeah, I really thought cricket would be the career for me and I, I put all my time and energy into that. I just wasn't cracking. I just wasn't getting big enough scores and 
and making it to the next level. And hockey at the time, I just was really enjoying it that much more. I was I was traveling the world. I was meeting some incredible people and going to places that I never thought I would go to. So, for example, we had to do a world. I mean, Olympic qualifier in Japan. So that was two months before the London Olympics. And yeah, I never thought I'd be able to, to visit Japan and just grew some incredible friendships and just hockey kept going. And and then, yeah, fortunately ended up here in Holland where you can get a little bit of money from it and then find a job through the club or, or through the hockey network. So yeah, it, it was a tough call um, many years ago and I just uh, thought cricket would be the career. But yeah. This has worked out, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm very grateful I've gone this route. It's talk about making a living out of hockey, Tim, because, like I said earlier, you know, certainly in South Africa, it's it's very difficult, and it's it seems to be that that most of South Africa's top players have to play in Europe just just to make some sort of decent living. I mean, give us a sense of how many uh, of the men's national squad are currently doing that. Yeah, it's, it's a very tricky situation, but we, we know that in the men's squad that for us to really improve our level and to compete against these these top countries and nations in the world who are pretty much on, on professional programs as it were, that we have to challenge ourselves against them week in and week out. And for us, that's in, in Europe or the UK, and we've got about 15 guys based in Europe and the UK at the moment, which is incredible. And that's just getting bigger and bigger. We've just got a, another player, people in bed, who's gone to Ireland. So the guys are doing their best to really um, improve their level of hockey. And unfortunately, with the, the system it is and the situation it is back home, that yeah, we're just not playing enough competitive hockey and training at a, at a top elite level. So that's that's the beauty of playing here in Europe. That's yeah, trainings are, are at a really high level. You're playing against international players each weekend and. That's only going to strengthen your your own game. So it's a combination of obviously improving the the, the quality of of the men's national squad, um, playing against such strong players, but also then um, commercially ensuring that you guys make some sort of living out of the sport. Yeah. So yeah, there are very few of us that are actually getting paid a, a solid wage. So the guys will be then coaching, or they'll be finding other jobs on top of playing hockey here in Holland and or in, in Europe. And yeah, we know that, but we, we also know that there's a bigger picture and that we are trying to really improve the, the, our rankings as a national squad and, and the profile of the SA men's team. So yeah, that's the sacrifice that comes with the territory. And yeah, we, we really keep forward to something special hopefully in Tokyo next year. With that in mind, Tim, do you think it's, do you think it's punching above your weight to, to be ranked? I think you guys are ranked 14 at the, at the moment in, in the world. You think with that in mind and, 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 and the situation in South Africa, that's a, that's still a pretty good effort considering what you guys have to go through um, as a national squad? Uh, I do think it is a good effort, but I also don't think it's it's the level where we think we, we potentially could be. We've had a good few months of, of Zoom calls and culture sessions, and it's been so interesting to to hear what the guys have got to say. And and, and funny enough, a lot of these um, outcomes from these, these Zoom calls have all been controllables from our situation and nothing about sponsors, nothing about our situation or anything. So we know we can improve as players by a good 10, 15%, whether that's our basics or just our physical fitness. So yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting time next year. We, we know it's super busy, but we've got such an opportunity to really climb the rankings and we, yeah, we fully believe we can get into the, the top 10. Let's look at the model in South Africa, Tim, from a, from a high performance point of view and your your old teammate Lloyd Norris Jones uh, 
caught some interest a few a month or so back when he when he posted a, a long Facebook post suggesting a, a, a new high performance model for South Africa, basing all of uh, the locally based players in Johannesburg, for example, and finding them coaching positions. I mean, that's just the bare bones of his proposal. You obviously saw it. What are your thoughts on on, on Lloyd's uh, proposal? I actually haven't seen it, but I've, I know we, as a squad, have been in, in contact and actually with, with Brett Tucker and some other some other members of our staff about a high-performance uh, plan. And uh, yeah, I strongly support it. If we are really going to try and make uh, hockey a sport that is um, competitive within the, the top 10 nations in the world, then we yeah, really need to spend more time together um, as players and as a group. And if we can find a centrally based province or somewhere where the guys can, can all train and play together for three days a week and then you go out and work or go and finish your studies, then yeah, I think that would be incredible. And I just see the way the Dutch national ladies are spending time together and it shows. It shows the cohesion and the squad and and the results and, and the effort and time they put in that, yeah, it's definitely so beneficial in the long term. Does it frustrate you, Tim, that, that, that a sport like hockey, that obviously, you know, your number one sport and your love and, and where, you, where you're building a career, doesn't enjoy the commercial support in South Africa that, that would allow perhaps the national squad to spend more time together in a high-performance environment? Yes, I would be lying if I, if I said it didn't slightly frustrate me. Um, but I do believe that it's, it's up to us to to really uh, do something special. If you look at the way the swim rocks with the with the World Cup, and and it just leads to different opportunities. So we can't we can't be sympathetic towards ourselves. We really need to put a big performance in it. That happens at the Tokyo Olympics, and that's what we're striving for. Then, yeah, hopefully that will happen. But we've got to really knuckle down and and produce some good results and then we can say yeah, maybe what happened about this or this is frustrating but at the moment we haven't really produced any major results land olympics were really close we had some really tight results uh, but we didn't really break anything to to write home about or to approach a company or a sponsor that would, would go with us for, for, for the long-term future how would you compare the quality of this men's national squad now leading up to next year's olympics with, with those that have come before yeah, it's it's a huge privilege to be in the squad at the moment. There's so much potential and and talent within the squad. We've got a great balance, and to avoid all these cliches about having experience in youth, we've got it all at the moment. And we've got a good coaching structure and support management staff in place. And and there's so much yeah room for growth. And it's it's exciting to be in the squad. We had a series in in January and February, and yeah, when we see some of the play happening there, I haven't seen that for a long, long time. So, yeah, I'm fortunate as one of the old members to be in the squad, and I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in the next sort of six months or so. But now, South African hockey has a has a rich history, and it's obviously gone through its ups and downs, and there have been various fights with Saskok about getting to Olympics, but uh, South African hockey's a produced some world-class players of the year despite a lack of, of funding. I mean, have a look at your the likes of your, your Greg Nichols and your P.T. Kutsiers. And I mean, at one stage, South Africa had arguably the two greatest strikers in the world. Um, did you play with, with, with Greg Nichol? And, and what was that like? No, I, uh, fortunately, I didn't have the privilege of playing with him, but I did play with some of his, his teammates in his area. And I was I was fortunate to be in a club where, and we just started a WhatsApp group for the last sort of month with the Durban Tech Tech Club. That was, uh, I had the captain and coach, Mike Cullen. So, 
yeah, it was it was incredible to be surrounded by those sort of players and just to see what they achieved in, in such an amateur environment and how how willing they were to to sacrifice whether it was certain careers or financially and just to to go and show showcase their skills on on an international stage. So yeah, like you said, we've got a rich rich history and it's about time now that I think we really do promote the sport and and get it to the level where it should be. And the hockey community is a special community in South Africa and. Yeah, I'm really excited to to get some exposure for everyone within the community. Let's look at uh, Arthur Field now, Tim, and and uh, you know you you're 32 now, so I'd imagine you've got one eye on a, on 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 post hockey career. What you're going to be up to? Does that involve flying? Because I believe you you're a, you're a qualified pilot. Is that just with your uh, uh, PPL? Have you got your commercial license yet as well? No, that's just my PPL at the moment, and that's why I'm probably been broke for the last few years but yeah fortunately with with the way hockey is Africa, we have one hour in a career for yeah your entire hockey career and I think that's that's the real pro of being in our environment that yeah you can't just rely on hockey you've got to either finish your studies or or crack on with work and that's what the guys that the African set up for the last sort of yeah 10 15 years they've known that yeah hockey is a very small part of it and does doesn't define us and we know that we have to get a career going and so hopefully once I finish here whether it's going into flying or going into any form of career that it's straight into career and there's no lull period where it's a long transition but uh, the flying has been a passion for yeah many years um, and I was looking at the KLM Flight Academy in Holland but unfortunately I need a EU passport so that that's door might, might be closed but yeah if I can get get anything within the aviation or that industry then I'll, I'll be yeah, very fortunate looking at the, your family Tim you mentioned uh, you've got uh, roots in, in KZN and you've got siblings in um, in Cape Town but I believe uh, you also you had quite a famous grandmother in, in the form of Pam Golding the uh, the real estate mogul is that right that's correct yeah yeah so was that is that on your mother's side that's on my yeah mom's side yeah I mean how much time did you spend with her growing up and that, that must have been Quite a privilege because obviously she built an incredible real estate empire. Yeah, she she was an incredible role model and uh, a fierce lady, um, hugely competitive, but such a kind heart. And we, yeah, we I was very lucky to share uh, many good times with her and, and my grandpa, and many fond memories uh, growing up in Cape Town and also in Amarnas. So we'll never forget those those times and, and cherish the good times. She she knew how to party, and I think she's she's definitely left that legacy within in the company that uh, everyone works hard but then really enjoys themselves outside the office. Tim, uh, as we, we move towards closing, what are, what are some of the, we touched on at the start, some of the things that you and Eva like to, to get away from hockey with. Um, what about some of your uh, sort of video or, or musical tastes? Uh, give us a sense of uh, what Tim Drummond likes. Well, besides the, so we're very close to the ocean here, so that's luckily a, a huge passion for both of us just to, to get out there with it's any surfing or paddling or just strolls on the beach or coffees at the ocean. But I'm very limited on the the dance floor. Unlike unlike Ava, she's she's got some great rhythm. So I'll generally be at the bar ordering the drinks while she's ripping it up on the dance floor. But yeah, musically, yeah, anything with um, the guitar involved. Um, during lockdown, we've both been trying to improve our our guitar playing and. Yeah, so there's there's a wide range of activities that we will try and get get involved in, but yeah, it's generally everything away from hockey and and just to switch off and unwind. 
You guys uh, binged watching anything recently or any video content or series that, are, that has caught, caught your eye or you as a couple have consumed together? We have. We've gone through, gone through quite a few Netflix, Netflix shows and, and Amazon Prime shows and um, there have been some standouts. Yeah, the Man in the High Castle was definitely one that caught our attention for a very short space of time, but we managed to just binge it completely in a few days. And and looking forward to the, the new David Attenborough film, both uh, big into into nature and into the environment. So looking, yeah, looking forward to, to getting stuck into that. Now you're an engaged man now, so um, you, I'd imagine that uh, as modern times dictate, you could have to uh, brush up on your your cooking skills as you you move towards married life. Uh, you a dab hand in the kitchen, Tim, or was that something that uh, Ava takes care of? I would like to believe I do most of the the cooking in the house. We we share it. Uh, I think I'll be fair to say, but yeah, so a huge passion for the kitchen as well. Um, Tried to watch growing up with, with my old lady and two sisters. Tried to listen and watch as much as I could in the kitchen. Um, and, yeah, so much to improve, though. But, yeah, a big fan of the kitchen and, and, and baking, funny enough. Um, I've definitely destroyed many, many pots and pans and ovens in, in the kitchen. But, yeah, it's a huge passion. And uh, we've got stuck into some, some good baking over the lockdown period. Lastly, Tim, uh, what, what for you would be the ultimate next year at the Olympics. Obviously, you know, it goes without saying that you'd love to win an Olympic medal, but what do you think would uh, would represent a good result for, for South Africa's men's national hockey team going to Tokyo next year? Yeah, the dream is always a medal, and we've, we've said that as a group, that we, you know, we've got to have that dream. If that dream's up there, then we, yeah, we need to have a hard conversation. But we really are motivated to try and, and to break out of our pool and, and do something special after that. But we're also getting across to the group that the bigger picture is that we just want to give just a bit of hope to people back home in South Africa. We want a kid to pick up a hockey stick or someone who didn't think about exercise to then maybe go walk around the block. And and that's a it's a big aspiration for us as a squad. And, and we're really nailing down our, our mission statement for, for next year in Tokyo. But if we can continue to keep that bigger picture in mind and um, yeah I strongly believe we're going to put in some really good performances here's holding thumbs that Drummond's team can spring an upset or two in Tokyo next year if not you get the sense the next chapter in the Tim Drummond story is going to be just as interesting more than likely made up of plenty of flying and the odd pastry or two